What's up, guys? Welcome to episode eight of Mornings with Morty. We got a little bit longer episode for you guys today, but it's a super fun one. We get into it. First off, uh, it's Carl's dad's birthday coming up. He's doing donations for feedingtexas.org to help out down in Texas with people who need food, water, electricity, et cetera. So if you are looking for a place to make a donation, please check out feedingtexas.org. Again, feedingtexas.org. We got a super fun episode today. We are talking about the Pakistani rollerblade police. Wow, what a wild thing. We've all seen bike cops. This is like if they took the Disney Channel movie from the 90s, Brink, or whatever year that came out, the early 2000s, I don't know. But they took the movie Brink, put it in Pakistan, and said, now you're the police. Go do something with it. So we're talking about that. We talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene continue to be a piece of human garbage. That woman is a nightmare, like worse than me working with Carl as my co-host. That woman is just something else and continues to give us all the content we could imagine. We're also talking about the OnlyFans mom whose kids were expelled from their Catholic school. We are team MILF in this case, MILF versus Catholics. But uh, let us know if you agree, disagree, tell us which side you're on, DM us, email us, whatever you want to do. I hate the New York Times. We're going to find out why during this episode. And we're talking about Purim. We're not doing a partial today. We're talking about Purim because it was Purim last week, lit Jewish holiday that I have never celebrated. I learn about it in this episode along with you guys as we do every week. As always, give us a follow on Instagram at The Daily Mort. Give us a follow on Twitter at Daily Mort. Email us, please. Email us your thoughts, questions, opinions, submissions, whatever you want advice on to the Daily Mort at gmail.com. Give us a listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. And please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy. Share with a friend. Let's get into it. Episode 8, baby. Woo! Episode 8, guys. Welcome to Episode 8 of Mornings with Morty. Super excited that you're tuning in yet again. I'm here with Carl. What's going on, Carl? How are you? I'm Jay Chillin. How are you? You have this sexy-ass tan right now. How are those tan lines? Jay Chillin? Are we on my... Are we on AIM in, in 2007? No, dude. It's Friendster. What is Friendster? It was, it was Facebook before Facebook. Oh, do you want to go hop on RuneScape? Honestly, sometimes. Did you ever play RuneScape? Yeah, who didn't? Yeah, dude, that was that was my life in fifth grade. Was sitting there listening to the American Idiot album by Green Day, playing RuneScape. Except we were one of the last families uh, that I knew of to get high speed internet. We had dial up for like the longest time. And I remember I was about to make some trade on RuneScape. It was like a too good to be true situation. Like whatever this guy was giving me. The weapons, the armor for whatever resources didn't add up. And as we're about to make this deal, my mom like picked up to make a phone call. And the internet crashed. I was like, no, to fifth grade me, this is like the most devastating thing. I like yeah. it. So, how, when did you guys get Wi Fi? Uh, whenever we got, I guess, high speed internet. Oh, okay, I, didn't, okay. I didn't have like a laptop or anything. I didn't have a laptop until college. I didn't have a cell phone yeah. until eighth well, grade but it wasn't you, like a smartphone or you had your people. your ipod touch you carried with you everywhere and i needed wi-fi everywhere dude wi-fi was like heroin I remember and we, i'm like you guys got wi-fi in here i gotta check facebook man your pockets were so full when we were younger you had like your keys your ipod touch your your when you, i think you also had like a regular ipod your car keys when you were like 16 okay because you didn't get a smartphone until like College. later. Yeah. 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 So you had your iPod touch, your car keys, your wallet, 
then your your actual cell phone. And then I think you also sometimes had a regular iPod, like a non-iPod touch iPod. No way I would have had two iPods with me. You're being ridiculous. But you know what, guys? This just goes to show not everyone's got the same level of white privilege, okay? Because I was in the struggle with the dial-up internet. I was late to get a cell phone. I didn't get a smartphone until college. There was some kid in sixth grade at my school had the first ever iPhone. I was like, this rich prick, you know? So there, there, there are degrees. You could say that, absolutely. Just like there are degrees of whiteness. Um, should we get and, into- And right now you're a little darker. Yeah, well, okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, here's here's a, actually, uh, you know, I said I didn't have a Shlemiel and Shlemazel moment for today, Carl, but I'm sorry, I'm gonna interject and I actually just remembered one. When we were in Florida, Carl is trying to eat his mic. You just, you made me feel like I'm back at an open mic in the city. I haven't been to an open mic in almost a year at this point, And I haven't seen someone put a microphone in their mouth since, you know, I used to go to open mic. So thank you for doing that just now on Zoom. I'm training you to get ready. Yeah, you made me feel at home. Dude, as soon as I'm vaccinated, I'm getting back out there. I'm itching to get on stage, okay? Like me needing Wi-Fi back in middle school. I'm like, hey, you got stage time, man. I got to get up and tell some bad jokes to a bunch of comedians who won't laugh at them. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. That's what open mics are. It's a bunch of comedians who don't want to fucking listen to each other's jokes. Right. Anyway. So you're back in Florida. Back in Florida. And the, we, we went to the beach like one day the whole time because the house where we were staying, we had a pool, we had a hot tub. It wasn't that nice to like get up and go to the beach. And we were working like we weren't really fully on vacation. We were still doing stuff. So the one day I go down to the beach for a little bit before I had class in the afternoon. Um, I go with my mom and my brother. My mom's like, yeah, it's not. It's a little cloudy. I don't think you guys need to put on sunscreen. And I was like, well, you can still get burned when it's you know cloudy out. And she was like, yeah. So we're sitting there for a little bit. Sun actually came out. My brother puts a little bit of sunscreen on. I did not. I logged into class from the beach. I wasn't about to log in, just like slathering sunscreen all over my face. So I just sit there. I got my sunglasses on and I get home and I'm just, I have like a raccoon, like sunglasses tan around my eyes, but I'm also red like a lobster, except for like this one part of my forehead that was covered by my hair. And that like my arms are bright red. It hurts. My dad's like, you're an idiot. Like, why didn't you put on sunscreen? I was like, and I, I did what I told you I love to do where I flip it on my parents. I'm like, oh, you spend my whole life telling me to listen to mom. Listen to your mother. Do what your mother says. And the one time I listened to her and I get sunburned and it's her fault because I was a good son. She said, don't put on sunscreen. I didn't put on sunscreen and it's her fault now. My dad's like, don't blame your mother. This is your fault. You have free will. I was like, no, no, no. This is all on her. You, you don't have free will. You have a very strong Jewish mother. Uh, but that's also... That's kind of funny, though, because it's also like a very Jewish mom thing to be like, oh, my God, it's raining. Put on sunscreen. Yeah, it was the opposite of right of what a Jewish mom would do, where they're always like, you're so fair skinned. You got to put on your sunscreen, your SPF 100. We don't do above 30. My family's not like that. Well, we do like 125. I know. Look at you. You got the porcelain skin. I know. I really I'm like as pasty as can be. I look like Elmer's glue. Which he used to eat in kindergarten. No, no, no. I ate the paste. <laughs> What's the dip? Isn't paste glue? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's like that rubber cement stuff. The, the, uh, that's worse. <laughs> that, that'll kill brain cells. It did. That's why I'm only getting a doctorate in psychology, not going to med school. You couldn't become an MD like your father. 
No, he tells me every day he's disappointed. <laughs> oh, God. Should we dig into that? Let's talk about that a little more. You'll never live up to your father's name. Hey, your dad's birthday's coming up. And I saw on Facebook that he's doing donations for um, what what's something in Texas to help with relief down there. Yeah, yeah. My dad got his, uh, he, he went to medical school down in Houston. So with everything going on, he's trying to give back to that community. Um, so if you can go to feedingtexas.org, once again, feedingtexas.org, one word, feedingtexas.org, and make cool. a donation. That would be great. I mean, in like three days, he's already raised uh, almost $1,000. So shout out to my dad and yeah. uh, like, let's help out those people in Texas because that sounded fucking horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Dr. Carl's father, Dr. Carl Sr., um, Dr. Carl Carlson, <laughs> Dr. Carl Carlson, senior. Um, but I thought it, you told me you had also a Shlemiel and Shlemazel moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also to clarify, guys, that I, I am the, uh, am I the Shlemiel or the Shlemazel in my story? I guess I'm kind of both. Both. I think you're I the am idiot, both. but then you're also the asshole for yelling at your dad that it was your mom's fault. No, 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 no. Not because of that. I'm the Shlemiel because I didn't put on the sunscreen and I'm the Shlemazel because I got burnt because of the Shlemiel. Oh, right, and because you know, and you're also a good little Jewish boy because you didn't question your mother. I listened to my mother. I'm a mensch. There was uh there was some genius to a madness. It taught you to uh, taught you to be more independent. Yeah, some would say I'm a mad genius. Also, of course, your brother who didn't listen to his mother and didn't get sunscreen didn't get in any trouble. Usually, I'm the one who doesn't listen to my parents. I'm the I'm very much the ask forgiveness, not permission type. And I'm just like, really? yeah, I'm going to fucking do it and then handle like whatever consequences come with it. Mm -hmm. So I know, but your brother, he didn't listen to his mother and he didn't get in trouble. <laughs> well, he also didn't really get as burnt as me. I looked like a lobster. Yeah, that's fair. I was sitting in the hot there. tub and he was like, oh, we're boiling our, we're, he's getting ready for dinner. We're going <laughs> to eat this lobster. <laughs> and you did eat dinner in the hot tub. I did. I did eat dinner in, in the hot tub. All right. So, I, yeah, I did have a Shlomil, Shlomazel incident where I was both the Dumbo and the jerk. Um, so I went for a bike ride with, uh, with a friend yesterday. And for those of you who don't know, I'm really getting into uh, the Peloton app. Uh, I hack into my fiance's account and use it. So that's been fun. We also, my fiance also bought a knockoff Peloton called an Echelon. Oh, right. The logo is literally the same thing. This, this so introduces our... off of her. This introduces our new segment for every episode. Did Carl Peloton this week? Did you Peloton right. this week? Yeah, three oh. times. Wow. Wait, so you got a real bike and the knockoff Peloton? A stationary bike. She, she got a knockoff Peloton that I use, yeah. Wow. So Cyclist. Professional. I know. I'm, yeah, I... Yeah, so I went for like a very long bike ride yesterday with a friend. It was like 20 miles. It was this beautiful trail, very flat. I didn't even need to switch gears the whole time. It was wonderful. But, you know, it, for our clinical training, we're already picking like where we're going to go for next year and we're interviewing and, you know, it's like a whole thing. Like we're not really picking. Places are picking us after we interview. And my friend was telling me about how she got this new site for next year. And my initial reaction was, and I felt horrible, it was, oh, no. Like, like I should be happy for them. I don't know why I said, oh, no, I wasn't competing with them or anything. It just, it just popped out of my mouth. 
And I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm so sorry. I meant, oh, yeah, yeah, good for you. That's so wonderful. I was like, I have no idea why I said that. That's a pretty bad Freudian slip, I would say. I know, especially because we're psychologists. Yeah. So how do they yeah, react? No. They were like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm sorry. And they were like, oh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It happens. And I was like, I was like, we've already biked two miles. I'm exhausted. Which, you got a target on your back now. That She's going to come and steal all your clients. I know. And she Pelotons more than me. So. Guys, find a way to compete with Carl. Send us a message if you want to compete with him on stationary bikes. If you got a Peloton, if you got whatever. We're starting a fitness journey for the hosts of Mornings with Morty, okay? We're all in it together. Can we get Zach Efron singing or something? It's a high school musical. We're all in this. On this Carl together. promised he was going to sing today. Can you sing that for us? We're all in this together. Beautiful. Wow. Right, anybody else remember staying up when that first came out and watching it on Disney Channel? I've never seen it, actually. Uh, I, my, my parents were like, got all of us to stay up. And we're like, you can all watch. This is supposed to be an appropriate movie. Wow. And basketball thing, games. You know, Zac Efron's like shirtless, like gyrating. Are you sure that wasn't the Magic Mike? <laughs> no, he wasn't in Magic Mike. I know, but you're talking about someone shirtless and gyrating. I don't. I don't know that that, that was Channing Tatum in Magic Mike. I know, but was know. he gyrating in High School Musical? That doesn't seem Disney family friendly. Maybe he wasn't, but you know, like it was. You were like, just you know. fantasizing. You're just projecting now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was Zac Efron. Yes. All right. Well, you got your bike. Uh, we we know we know that bike cops are a thing, but you saw, we saw, I saw, everyone saw this week. <laughs> that now, instead of bike cops, uh, Pakistan is training a squad of rollerblade cops to, right. to police the streets or something. I, I don't know. What are they doing? So, so they're training these rollerblade cops that uh, it enhances speed, agility, coordination. I mean, it's like, you know, it's you're on wheels. It's like you don't even need to pay for a horse. It's easier than a bike. You don't have to mount or dismount. The only thing is... And criminals are probably going to catch on to this very quickly. The one weakness of these rollerblade cops is stairs. Going upstairs. And down. I think down. I saw a video of them like doing a jump off a ledge down yeah, the stairs. But that's like four stairs. What if it's like a whole flight of stairs? Well, then these guys are going to be in the X Games after they, you know, apprehend a criminal. That's fair. I, I, does Pakistan have a, any competitors in the X Games? Like, do we, like, I don't think they're allowed. Okay. That's, that's but right. I mean by their country. To clarify, I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean that the X Games is racist and barring Pakistani participants. I mean I don't think that the Pakistani government is sending anyone to America for the X Games. That is a, a valid point. We'll have to reach out to the X Games. We'll have our uh, our editor reach out. And to the Pakistani government, we need official statements on each of these. What would right. you do if you got, if you're being like chased by, like pulled over by a rollerblade cop? I would, I don't, could you take Honestly, I would throw a stick in the road. <laughs> like in uh, Billy, not Billy Madison, God, Big Daddy. Daddy. Yep, I would throw a stick. I think there's a lot of flaws with this. Uh, yeah, so, I don't. I mean, I would be more intimidated by a, a cop on a bicycle. I was going to say, what's your, what's your comparison between this and a bike cop? 
Do you think they I also think wear short shorts on rollerblades, or do you think they have knee pads? So the only time I feel like I've seen a rollerblade cop is in Reno 911. I'm talking about the, the and, Pakistani and they wear, ones. They I know, I know, ones. but in, in, in that one, they wore short shorts. Um, well, that was Lieutenant Dangle. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I really, I honestly, like, I think a bike cop is like way better. Cause like you can ditch your bike like super fast, yeah. but if you but like, think about it, if you're in like a foot chase, you need to ditch your rollerblades cause you're going indoors and running up a stairwell. Like it's going to take you 10 minutes to take your rollerblades off. And by that point they're gone. They're going to be like, hold like, on, time stop. out, time out, like, freeze. I got to undo my. I lace my rollerblades. Maybe they give them the clip ones. Maybe they're easy to take off. Maybe, Maybe they're do you remember? Do you remember? Okay, well, they're probably not Heelys because they didn't look that cool. In them. Well, they should give them Heelys because then you could at least run with them. I used to Heely yeah. everywhere. I was never allowed to have Heelys. They were too dangerous. I brought no. them to Shaker Heights, dude. I came back from LA with Heelys and showed up to hockey games with them. And next thing I know, everyone who played hockey at Shaker had Heelys. It was hilarious. It wasn't the commercials. Dude, I, I never saw commercials for them. I had them before I saw commercials, oh. so I'm going to believe my one right, right, moment right, right. of influence in middle school through all of growing up when I was I was not cool, I was not the popular kid, I want to believe that I was the reason everyone else got healed because I rolled into a hockey game with okay. my back. So, it was like, what's up? So Northeast Ohio should give a big this. thank you to Matt for Healy's. Let me have um, not all of Northeast, just just the Shaker Heights hockey team okay, okay. in like 2003. Okay. So a select group of 25 plus people. Yeah. Um, but okay. So the other thing too is like, I keep thinking of uh, Blades of Glory when they're on that when they're chasing each other and they're stuck on the escalator with yeah. their, their blades, and, and I'm like, well, is this what it's gonna be? Except instead of ice, it's like blade, like rollerblade, like honestly, yeah. What else is going on? We got roller derby cops. Speaking of uh, speaking of the X Games, well, thinking of the X Games not letting in Pakistani members, it brings me to Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green this week. Oh, Woo! what happened with her this week? She cannot stay out of the news. She loves this attention. I got to tell you what. Um, well, do you think it's that she loves the attention or that the media loves to give her the? It's both. Like, I, I mean, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? I mean, she wouldn't have, if the media didn't give her the attention, then she would go away. It's, it's the media's fault as much as hers for being inflammatory. Yeah, they're both getting a lot out of it. Yeah. But you're right. But yeah, they need, they need good. to have a story. Otherwise, you know, whatever. Right. Continue. What, we, tell me what happened. We lost Trump. We need her. It was a little bit of an instigation to put that flag out there. I understand, like, why that mom and con or congresswoman might want to do that because I've you know, I kind of feel like we're past that. We should be past that point with uh, the transgender community. You know, um, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't. Um, but then Marjorie Taylor Greene put this sign out that's like, there's two genders, like male and female, trust the science, which I was taking as like her being like, there's science behind it, which one, there's actually a ton of science behind there not really being two genders, that it being actually much more fluid based on genetic coding. And that there's seven different points during uh, fetal development that gender can be coded. And it, there's a whole different array of ways it could be coded based on those seven points. Um, sorry to get so scientific there. But at the, then Matt 
pointed out that it was really her maybe probably like trying to troll uh like the science like everybody being like stop saying trust the science like it was her being a troll and trying to make a joke or something i don't know but it 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 got me all worked up because i was like don't tell me to trust the science you never trust the science you make up your own science so you're what you're saying is it worked her being a troll and putting out a sign that said trust the science did work in pissing you off yeah absolutely absolutely because don't like, you think at like, a certain you, point like it's it's not worth your time and energy to get pissed at these people it's like you're validating them being assholes if you you know if we just ignore it 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 goes away but when we we buy it that's what i'm saying about the media covering it is like we feed into it we give it a platform and we elevate it instead of like squashing it you know marjorie taylor green is a piece of shit like my whole feeling dude my my whole thing with like the republicans the conservative movement whatever you you don't want other people telling you what to do the whole my feelings on like my beliefs everything that goes along with that is I don't want you to tell me how to live my life and who I should be and how I should act. So who the fuck am I to tell you how to do any of that stuff? I don't care if you're, you're gay, you're trans, you're, you're non-binary, you're gender fluid, whatever. Let's just not force our beliefs onto each other in any way. Like, you know what? Why can't we just fucking let each other live our lives how we want to fucking live them? You know, there was a, there's a, I don't know if it was a joke, a bumper sticker or whatever that was, I saw this years ago, but it was like, Religion is a lot like a penis. It's great to have one. It's it's fine to have one. It's great to be proud of it. But don't you dare whip it out and start trying to force it down my child's throat. Like, don't don't take whatever you believe and just like push that on somebody else. You work in the government. You're supposed to be working for the people, working together to like do something for the American people. Not sitting there having your arguments, your little piss fights with your signs opposing and like getting into shit with each other every damn day which prevents you from doing your freaking job. Like, I hate all politicians. It's ridiculous. I don't like politicians either. I, unfortunately, I think it takes a certain type of person to want to be a politician. Uh, which, shitty person? I shouldn't yeah, say that. I know a few people who want to go into politics who are our age who, who are, I, I believe, to be good people. But I, I, you know, I, I do think there's some good politicians out there. I think there's some good people in politics. So just having to think... You know, it's it's one of those things that a lot of people are drawn to it for the wrong reasons as well. Um, yeah. You know, like I, there's some people out there I like. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of that. I think they're pretty decent. Yeah. So like well, Oprah look, Winfrey. Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, I, I she might be a good mother. I don't know. She certainly wasn't kind to her uh, her co-worker at, at, at the office. That was a whole bad no. situation between the two of them. This woman's trying to look or out her, for or her. Or, or, or her lovers. Well, she's she not having so, the affair with those guys anymore. Anymore, but it doesn't sound like she was so kind to them. Yeah, she's a nightmare of a person. Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> she's, she's awful. You know, and then there's this this mother who's trying to support her her child who's in the trans community and, like, putting up the flag and so whatever. But th- then we got another mother that we wanted to talk about. We got this, this mother who... Um, Let's see. Let's take a look at this. Right. So this mother who was making $150,000 a month from OnlyFans, the, the school where she sent her kids, it was a Catholic school, three sons. Well, uh, wait, they, wait, wait. What? For, 
for some of our listeners who don't know what OnlyFans is, can you describe OnlyFans? Yeah, well, so I, let me finish reading the headline and then I'll explain what OnlyFans oh, okay, is. Okay, okay, so like mo- mom who makes $150,000 a month from OnlyFans says Catholic school expelled her three sons because of her page. So OnlyFans, for those of you who don't know, uh, it's a website where it's for content creators, we'll say that, but mostly what it's turned into is people who uh, they, they want to be able to sell nudes and interact with people. So a lot of porn stars are on there. They have, you know, options where you can buy pictures from them or like DM them. So you get more of a personal experience engaging with like your favorite porn star or something. But there are a lot of amateur content creators on there too. There are a lot of Gen Z kids who are like, well, I don't have a real job. I'm not employed this and that, and I need money. Let me start selling nudes on the internet. And it's, there, there's a lot to talk about with OnlyFans. There's some, some Belle, De- uh, Belle Delphine or something, the model made like a million dollars selling her bath water on OnlyFans. So for some people, they're making a ton of money on this. And for others, they're just posting nudes out there that are gonna come back to bite them and they're not actually making the money that they were hoping. Yeah. And, so, and, and OnlyFans was also created to give uh, people in that industry instead of like the big companies to give the people who are working that industry like more of a like a platform or like giving them their own platform. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so we've seen this now backfire twice with with OnlyFans and the porn industry trying to create what they call more ethical porn consumption because. A lot of the, the porn stars don't get the money from the companies that are putting the videos out there for free and all this. And then you had it happen with Robinhood a few weeks ago where, hey, we want power to the people for trading, but now we're going to shut down what's happening with GameStop and stop letting you trade GameStop stock. So all these companies, these new apps, these new platforms that are coming out that are for the people, I'm pretty skeptical of all of them because they haven't exactly stood by that message recently. So let's get back to the story at hand about this, this mother. So she, her three sons were kicked out. They were expelled. This wasn't a suspension. They were expelled over her, the mom, her OnlyFans page. Now on that page, I read this article, the interview with her, uh, they, she said in her words, it was like 10 to 20% of the pictures were maybe tasteful nudes. And the rest of them were like lingerie pictures and things like the same kind of stuff. If you open a Victoria's Secret catalog, you would see. And by the way, she's a milk. She's a hot mom. I'll, I'll be honest. She's, she's a pretty good looking mom. And, yeah. and also there's a lot of people on Instagram that are uh, influencers who pose just as revealing of pictures. Totally. Right. Like it, it's just that she's in a different platform than Instagram. That one that might be catered more towards the adult, in, adult, whatever it's called industry. And like, but she's also like, I mean, there's it, nothing too crazy going on there. Yeah. Like, there's a lot crazier on that website. There are certainly crazier, more vulgar OnlyFans accounts out there. And so this, this woman's making $150,000 a month. I don't know if she has a job outside of this, but if you're shit, man, if you're able to bring in six figures a month from that and she, it's nothing that's too out there, like, again, it's maybe at the worst tasteful nudes, like, like playboy, like centerfold type thing, like, or, or not even to that extent. So I, in this situation, if I got to pick a side, I'm team mom here because shame, shame on that school. First off, her kids now know about this. This was something that was a secret from the kids. The kids don't know about it. 
who who is that school administrator that principal the headmaster whoever it is who are you to get that involved in their private lives and now this is going to affect those kids relationship with their mother like that's fucked well and what about the person who found it out they had to have an OnlyFans subscription they they had to have access to it right so it's it's okay to consume that but not to to create we've it known like, this we've known this think about how many, you went to catholic school how many of those kids watched porn masturbated did all the things that you're not supposed to do and then you go to church on sunday you say a hail mary and you cleanse yourself of the sin and then the priest goes and he touches little boys in his spare time and we don't talk about that either okay this is the way the catholic church works this you don't talk about these things you can do them if you can hide them great but if you get caught we will publicly shame you Yeah. That's all you have no. to contribute is a yeah. Yeah. No, I no, I, I mean like it's just, I think it's a really complicated issue. It's very you know, it's it's really crappy what happened to this mom, especially because like she's doing what she can do to give the best life for her and her family. And she, I think she's and, married though. She I don't think was she a single mom? I don't remember. I'm not sure. Let me Google this. Mom only fans catholic she and chris so she she's married she's husband right and like like i i I mean it's still it it just bewilders me though that it's like this mom is getting in trouble but there's like some dad from that school paying her to see her photos Uh and what probably happened is his wife saw yeah yeah search history yes and the wife got pissed yes that's probably exactly what fucking happened you're so right some guy so some ca- nice Catholic guy got caught by his prim and proper buttoned up wife watching freaking, not even watching porn. I wouldn't even say watching porn. Looking at her OnlyFans, you can find those exact pictures on somebody's Instagram. You can find way thirstier shit on Instagram, okay? And this wife got pissed that her husband, oh, you don't think I'm attractive? All that bullshit. And then she went and ratted to the school. So fuck that mom. And yeah, it's the whole situation. But I was reading this and I'm thinking, how would you feel if, if your mother was on OnlyFans? And then if you found out about it and if that if that's paying your tuition for school, like. Well, and the other thing too now is this mom's content, this woman's content that she was making good money off of it's out there. is now out there. It's everywhere. Yeah. People, everyone can see it. She's not she going to make, make any money. more money. You can't make money. Yeah, yeah. right. Which like is it's a compl- danger of like this industry in the first place, you know. It it, it totally is. I mean, and, you know, hopefully if you're making 150 k a month, you're putting a lot away. Um, and so. investing it, like right, like if you're yeah, making right, one yeah. hundred fifty thousand dollars a month, though, that's nuts. Like that's. I mean, that's that's like one point two, one point five million a year. No, more than one point five. That's a lot of money, dude. That's and that's one point five million a year. One point six million a year. I would like to make that kind of money, but I, something tells me I'm not the demographic that's going to benefit like that. You could make like $78 a month. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to create an OnlyFans account, but it's not going to be, I'm not going to do nudes. I'm just not going to show my face. I'm just going to, you remember my Christmas card where I'm like naked on the couch with a cowboy hat over my, uh, over my pelvis. I'm going to, I'm going to just do those without my face. Well, what if you just do feet? There's good money in feet. Dude, I know some comedians from Twitter who sell feet pics. I'm not kidding. There is money in that. 
Well, something's going to pay for grad school soon. Yeah, well, check out Carl's feet on OnlyFans, guys. But <laughs> what, what, what were you about to say before I launched into whether or not I could make money from OnlyFans? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she, she can't make money because her photos are out there forever. I mean, not the probably not the nudes, but like People Magazine, E! News, like all these things that are running the story are like posting photos of her in her lingerie. Dude, so that's what the other gets, thing, too, is... yeah. What if she gets a modeling gig out of it though? Like, what if this? What if this turns into something else, and she gets some she, other? Opportunity? She probably still won't make as much money as she was making on OnlyFans. Probably not. And also, she said she's having trouble enrolling her kids in a different Catholic school. They like won't accept her now. Which, well, at this point, she's probably got to go to public school. But these <laughs> kids are like, you're, they're going to go to public school, and like the oldest I think is like twelve or something, and all of the kids' friends are going to be like. Yeah, I saw your mom naked on the internet. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. If 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 the Catholic school hadn't gotten involved and like kicked them out, now you're creating issues wherever those kids go to their next school. And look, years from now, they'll probably one of two things is gonna happen. They'll either get over it and they'll just be like, Yeah, we had this like five year rough patch. People are gonna forget about this pretty quickly. You know how quickly yeah, in a month. We had Tiger King, and then a, a month later, the memes and everything, and then people were on to a new show. Like, to people's Now it's Baby Yoda. Change, yeah, it's, people's attention spans aren't that long. So these kids most likely will, they'll have a rough few years. Middle school might suck. They'll grow up and they'll be like, ah, oh, whatever. Okay, you know, it could be worse. Your mom could be like a straight-up porn star on the internet doing all kinds of nasty stuff. Or, or if they don't grow up and they're just like totally fine and normal, they're going to grow up. Uh, one of them's become a serial killer. One of them's going to become a comedian because they've got this trauma to deal with. And those are the only two ways that you handle real trauma. You either, you yeah, go become a serial killer, you do some uh, stand-up comedy, and then maybe you end up in therapy. And, and the, the therapy, this is a, uh, a Venn diagram. The therapy is in the middle. The opposite circles are serial killer and stand-up comedy. The middle is therapy. <laughs> I think stand-up comedy could be therapeutic. Yeah, I, that's why there are a lot of stand-up comedians who are also in therapy or who use, you can tell when people go to an open mic or like do stand-up and use it as their therapy. But a lot of it comes from some sort of trauma when people are younger too. And like, that's why you right. end up there. So what, what led you to, to comedy? My overbearing Jewish parents. No, dude, being Jewish, it's in it's in our blood in some level. Jew, we talked about this with Judy Gold, you know? Jews had to learn, had to be funny. They had to develop a sense of humor to deal with all the shit that we've been through. Being expelled from true. 110 countries, being persecuted everywhere we go, being discriminated against. And the, the fucking media never wants to talk about it. They want to talk about every minority and every attack on those communities. But when it's in the Jewish community, they're like, people might not like the jews so we're not going to talk about it but if they're if it comes to criticizing israel they're all you know all in on that shit yeah right and that that's a whole other story that's been infuriating i think both of us this past couple of weeks yeah basically but, i don't know why i pay money for a new york times subscription because all they do is rail against israel and then when when the jewish community is in trouble they're silent they ran an article like the first night of hanukkah about some atheist former Jewish person who doesn't celebrate Hanukkah and who is not celebrating with their now family. And it's, it's like, you could have just yeah. put out an article about what Hanukkah is or something. Dude, fuck the New York Times. It, it's, it's interesting though, because like a lot of their writers are Jewish. I don't think so anymore. Like, and if they are, they're, they're the anti-Zionist woke Jews who I don't fucking uh, consider I mean, Jews. 
after the whole Barry yeah. Weiss thing where they like forced her out. I don't. We can probably cut most of that. Um, just because that might get people a little heated. I want to get people heated, dude. I don't fucking care. We got twelve listeners. Who gives a shit? 30. Who's gonna get that heated? No one. No one's that invested in this podcast. Like our mothers, Lois. So blame it on me. I'm the one spouting off my loud, obnoxious opinions. I guess we're already talking about that MILFs, so. Yeah, we're talking about a MILF on OnlyFans. Who cares if I say fuck the New York Times? I'll say it again. Fuck the New York Times. They're Um, coming for you. They live in New York. Good. I hope they fucking come for me. Uh, One other thing that I saw, and then we can, uh, I guess, get into the... Actually, does the Giddish Word of the Week fit in there anywhere? Oh, my God. it, It does. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you what. Oh, we're God. Do- oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my Wait. God. It's like, you know, I'm getting that fresh liver, chopped liver. I'm going to eat it all in the crackers with this Yiddish word. He's going to plot. We'll tell you what plots means another time. Okay, the Yiddish word of the week. Uh, oh, Paul, God, we got ahead of ourselves. Carl suggested Carl suggested the Yiddish word of the week to me before this episode, uh, Bubkiss. It's, uh, it's Yiddish. It's Russian. It's, it, it's a variety of things, but you probably heard the word kiss before so it's like something trivial worthless insultingly disproportionate to expectation so i i would say uh it's something absurd or foolish or nonsensical i would say that the new york times reporting is kiss. it's also fakakta in that it's total bullshit it's it's absurd it's nonsensical it's foolish it doesn't make sense but the word kiss has to be uttered this is from the book the new joys of yiddish and the oy in the word joy is like a big blue because it's oy 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 the joy of yiddish oh god so bubkis must be uttered with either scorn sarcasm indignation or contempt and it's kind of it is an expletive the expletive takes over where nonsense baloney or bushwa stops for arrest so there is there is no it's like kind of like bullshit, but it's not quite the same. Like there is no word in English that carries quite the same sort of deflating, bitter connotation of yelling buckkiss. It's it's just like you're calling somebody out for something completely it's, ridiculous. It, it's super aggressive too. Like yeah, it, it has to be. It's like it's like oh, did you guys went and did that thing for you know who? What what what'd you get out of it? Buckkiss. Yeah. Like, like you have to spit and you have to shout it and enunciate. It's, it's angry. You're mad. Bob kiss. I like, like when, you know, you get kicked out of school because your mom was paying your tuition with her OnlyFans right. income. That's, it's Bob kiss. It's total Bob kiss. I mean, it's like, it's like bullshit, but more. You know what else is Bobkiss, Carl? I'll tell you what's Bobkiss, okay? Did you see, you texted me about this because you probably saw it on NPR. Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen are starting a podcast. Yeah, did you listen to it? No, of course not. And I fucking won't. And I'll tell you why, okay? Bruce Springsteen, because first off, that's cutting into our time, our space, our listeners. We don't have the same kind of base that Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen do not need to be in the podcast world. We already got Joe Rogan out there consuming all the listeners. We need some more supply, okay? Wait, they had to do it. You know why they had to do it? Why? Because Mike Pence started a podcast. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I'm not going to listen to that either. <laughs> no, but, but it was like, it's like, it's like if he starts one, then they have to start one. I'll, I'll tell you how, how I know that with the conversation around racial equality and everything, things are getting back on track because Bruce Springsteen 
does a Jeep commercial, gets a DUI a day later. Next thing you know, he announces a podcast with Obama. Next day, charges dropped. So here we've got the roles reversed. Instead of a white man helping a black man get out of legal trouble, we got a black man, former president, helping the white man drop his charges for the DUI. Muscle Tom, good job, country. That's racial equality. Which just so everyone knows, there's no actual evidence behind this. It's just a theory at this point. Yeah, just don't hold Carl responsible, accountable, liable for anything that I say on this podcast. He's or from what I say. Just yeah. don't don't listen to what I say. Blame Matt for what I say. I I'm putting this on the record. I will take all the heat for anything we say on this podcast that is offensive, inflammatory, anything that rubs you the wrong way. Blame it on me. Carl doesn't want to get in trouble. Oh, wait, I that's want great. that. So I can use my real name now. I want all the smoke, baby. You got a problem with this podcast? You tell it to me. Hit him up. He's got an Instagram, a Twitter, a Pinterest, a Facebook. I think he's got a couple Instagrams, actually. I have three Instagrams because I have my personal, I've got my comedy, and then I've got the Daily Mort. All right? Wait, you need one for food. No, that's not my realm. Then a Finstagram. I, technically, the comedy one would be the Finstagram, I guess. Oh, you see, we're learning today, children. Yeah, Carl only understands NPR and Pinterest. So hit him up on pinterest oh you know i also you know i get more news too i'm really it's really delayed because i'm you know I'm, I'm in the first season and there's like five out now of the scrubs podcast fake doctors real friends with uh zach braff and donald Faison. right right i just got to the beginning it's in the beginning where they started it and i just you know they it's the beginning of COVID, and donald Faison just took his kids outside for a walk he finally trusted that the air enough outside to take his kids for a walk but they still wore masks and gloves wow and we've learned that like the gloves are honestly kind of nonsensical as well. yeah just wash your, your fucking hands. hands just wash your hands like it makes sense if you're in a medical setting to wear gloves totally totally but if if, if you're you and me and you touch your doorknob wash your fucking hands i i think we've learned the biggest thing the biggest difference between pre-covid and the world now is the face mask just wash your hands. You should have been washing them in the first place. Don't be touching the subway pole and then licking your fingers. Don't be licking the, the elevator buttons or doorknobs and stuff. Don't touch it and then put your fingers in your mouth or touch your eyes. Like the same shit we were doing before, but now it's just, hey, also wear a mask. Maybe two, depending on where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, unless you're going outside, wear two masks. Yeah, right actually, now. before we get into... Um, the we're actually we're skipping a portion this week we're talking about Purim because it's Purim right now but before we get into that speaking of masks and double masking I had to get an MRI on Friday um I have like a partial tear in uh ligament in my ankle I found out which is cool but I uh I, I did a little double mask because you know I'm going to be inside in a hospital with a lot of people around so I did one of the like the, the medical like the surgical masks that that they have right, like yeah. the paper one and then I did um, the cloth on top. One of the Reebok, yeah, like the neoprene, like the reusable kind over that. Right, which but, that's the way it's supposed to go, people. Paper under, cloth on top. Don't fuck that up. Don't do two paper. Don't do two cloth. Paper under, cloth on top. It closes the top with your nose from the paper, closes the sides with the the elasticness of the cloth okay or if you're in a pinch you could just buy a box of maxi pads and actually just put one of those on your face under the cloth maxi that's the equivalent of a real n95 <laughs> the, the filter on those things wow or, de or depends 
it's like it's like people who use tampons for bloody noses. You know, we endorse feminine hygiene products as you know with other uses. <laughs> this Absolutely. week's this week's sponsor is Maxi Pad for your Maxi Pad. Will stop you from getting COVID and block your bloody nose. No, no, no. I don't think you understand what a maxi pad's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pad, but you can still shove it in there. The, the, the tampon goes in your nose. The tampon yeah, yeah, you is for your fit, nose. You, if, okay, you put, your, you put it around your pinky and just put it in. This is <laughs> disgusting. I'm just trying to tell a mask story. So, okay, the, 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 the surgical mask has like a, a nose bridge that's metal. And, you know, you can't have any metal when you go for an MRI. So I was like, hey, like, is this going to be a you know, problem drive to take this mask off. And they're like, we're going to give you a different mask anyway. They have the same one, but they cut the nose bridge out. So I'm on like the, the gurney, the bed that they are going to roll into the MRI room. And they have the big curtain that they pull shut, you know, usually when you would like change, but the nurse would leave the room when you're changing or something. So that the curtain is closed. The, the MRI tech is in there, like helping me get situated, get my foot in the boot and everything. And she hands me the, the mask on like a sanitary napkin and is like walks behind me behind the bed and is like all right you can you can swap your masks now and i was like oh my god with you here like i'm i'm gonna be so exposed like buy me dinner before i take off my mask in front of you it's like she really just want i felt naked in there you know dude honestly so like i'm one of those people if i leave my apartment no matter what my mask is on even if i'm just like running to my car and back um, which shout out to a lot of the people in my building, wear your fucking masks in the hallways, assholes. Yeah. Cause I'm um, sure they're all going to hear this. Yeah. I, I sit, put flyers under everyone's door. I wish you would. Um, and you'd be bringing well, no, something to work. this relationship, but, uh, but right now you, you, you do nothing for me. I posted it on my Pinterest. Oh. It's a fake Pinterest. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, but it's I, I've accidentally gone out without my mask and gone like two steps and I felt like I just walked out without wearing my pants. Yeah. Like I feel completely naked. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I was I was on a date last night and I um I got up to use the restroom at one point and I was I, I told you before this, I was pretty drunk. Like whatever drink I got that was like their version of an old fashioned, but the whole glass was basically just bourbon. So I was pretty freaking drunk and I was on one and a half of these and I got up to go use the restroom and I walked in and I was about to walk over to the bar and ask where the restroom is. And I was like, Oh shit, face mask. And I, I had to take it out of my pocket, but I just forgot. And I am also yeah. like you, I'm like, anytime I get up, I leave the door whatever I put on the mask, but I don't know. It seemed so empty around the area and like, it was pretty spread out like spaced out the tables outside. I just, I got up and walked in. I was like, Oh shit. And we've had a couple of drinks. Yeah, like yeah. your memory is like gone it was that florida mindset still i think right florida. right right uh yeah okay well so, so should we jump into the parsh the porums yeah 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 tell us i it's porum right now so let's call me getting drunk last um, night on my date uh, me celebrating porum even though that's fine but porum was thursday night god damn friday. it it's a one night thing i thought it was yeah, like a week long no 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 it's passover what <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I know. The Purim is one night. Passover. So Purim's one of the few holidays that we celebrate that is outside of the Old Testament. No. Purim actually has its own scroll called oh. a Megillah. I've never celebrated Purim before. Isn't a Megillah a lizard? 
I'm thinking of a Kila monster. <laughs> so Matt's still drunk. <laughs> we woke up I had this a little, morning. A little top off in my coffee. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't feeling so hot when he woke up, so he, he found his Baileys. Had a little Irish coffee. A little hair of the dog. Yeah, some Jameson. Some, I love yeah. Irish coffee. He woke up, he was like, hangover, you're a problem for tomorrow. Get no, drinking. I, I, I meant to get some Pedialyte, but okay, Purim, which so, we would so also Purim, get which hungover. Is, right, which you should be hungover after Purim, but it for Matt's and all the other people out there, it's a, it's, it's a you know, one night, one day kind of spiel. One night stand. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Purim, you know, it, it spends the night with you and then it leaves before you wake up. Um, it's not a, but, it's not the Marjorie Taylor Greene affair treatment. Like a Passover stays with you for a week. Like it's you're you're in it yeah. for a little bit. Right, Passover is with you, and then even after Passover, there's some remnants because you're still stocked up from all the matzah. That's um, a you problem. I don't eat enough. Well, because you don't eat Passover. <laughs> I don't eat enough matzah that I have that problem. But yeah, so Purim is the story basically of someone saying, I'm going to kill all the Jews. And the Jews saying, uh-uh. And Isn't then that all of our holidays? It. Yes. Um, <laughs> they tried to kill the us. Jews it using, didn't work. Let's eat. It didn't work. We used our brains. They died. Let's eat. Um, so what happened for Purim is there's this, there's this king, Achashverosh. He's got a wife named Vashti. He gets really drunk. He's, and this is in Persia. Okay, these are the Persians. Okay. So, which is, is modern day what? I, 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 Iran. 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 Yeah, Iran. Iranian Jews. Yeah. No, not Jews. No, no, no. These are just the Persians. Oh, no. These are just the per Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm talking about right, Persian right, right. Jews these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. it's Iran. Iran. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, Achashverosh is like drunk with all his dudes. He's like, hey, uh, Vashti, my wife, come, 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 come dance. And it's like, but it's kind of erotic. And he's like, come dance for all my friends. And she's like, no, like I'm the one with royal blood. You married me. Oh. And so he's like, okay, you're, you're gone. You're banished. So then he sets out. So he's now he's single. He's still the king. Somehow that's how it happened. Whoa. Okay. So he just kicked his wife out. Yeah. This was like, this was the divorce of the time. You didn't have any paperwork. You were just like, bye, bitch. I can't remember. He might have killed her. <laughs> oh my god! So he's just—he's like, I'm back on the market, bachelor baby. Right. This is Henry VIII did the same thing. It's fine. Yeah, Henry VIII is wild. Uh, right. Uh, but yeah. So Achashverosh was like, peace, and then he's like, okay, now I'm gonna have a contest, and I'm gonna have all the pretty women come meet me, and I'm so gonna this truly was Mary. the bachelor. He was the OG bachelor. Yeah, yeah, in paradise. I would argue that's not, maybe at the time, but these days, not so, not such a paradise. No, back then. Then Esther is a Jewish girl, and her uncle, named Mordechai, live in the capital. And Esther gets picked to be one of the girls, because she's supposed to be really pretty to go meet the king. And Mordechai, her uncle, is like, hey, Esther, don't let them know you're Jewish. It just usually works better when you don't tell people. And she was like, okay, I trust you, Uncle Morty. But with a name like Esther, you're not going to know that she's Jewish? Apparently not. They didn't think too hard. I will say that's uh, a common thread in Judaism is like, hey, don't, don't like, just, just don't like, don't, don't, don't tell know, anybody. If they don't they, know, don't. It doesn't know, it doesn't hurt them. 
it's like if it doesn't hurt them i mean it doesn't hurt you the first time i went to israel i i, I wanted to get like a jewish star or a high like a necklace or something and my mom was like nah i don't think you know if you people you're around the wrong kind of right. crowd i don't you know so so like i wear a necklace that has it's a you know jewish symbol and i like i'm always making sure it's in my shirt yeah um i also was in a jewish fraternity and i would always i would like wear my t-shirts and yeah. my mom was like don't wear those in the airport yeah. She's like, you don't know who, who you're around. People don't like us. Okay, so so um, uh, Uncle Morty was like, Uncle Morty is like, he's don't like, let no, him no, know. No. don't let he, him know you're a member like, of the tribe. He, he's like, it's great, it's great. You Jewish love it, but it's for you. It's not for them. It's just just between you and me. It's like it's a family thing. Shh. Um, but then Esther goes, and there's this whole contest with like hundreds of beautiful women and. King Ahasuerus picks her to be his next wife. But little do we know, Ahasuerus has this evil right-hand man named Haman. Okay, I was wondering where Haman came into this. Right, and, and, and Haman hates the Jewish people. And sure. a lot of Haman's hatred for the Jewish people stems back to Mordechai, Esther's oh. uncle. Because Why? Haman, Haman one time was walking through the city and the king he did something good for the king and the king said i want you i want the people to think you're me for this hour and they'll all bow down to you it's like it's a prize you can you can wear my robes it's a thing so Haman did it and he walks through the city and everyone's supposed to bow but mordecai is like i i, I only bow to god as jewish people we only bow to god it's like it's not I a bow thing to we do no man He's like, I, I don't bow to a guy, I bow to God. Like, you're not God, I'm sorry. Like, good for you, you did a good thing, but I'm not going to bow for you. And Haman just fucking hated Mordecai from that. So Haman, whispering in the king's ear, like, let's kill all the Jews. <laughs> and Haman also, I believe, is a descendant of the Amalek tribe, which was a tribe of evil people that Moses had to fight off. And they hate the Jews forever because of it. So it's like the Tusken Raiders in Star Wars. It's like the Sand People when you're in out out in Tatooine, and, and they're this tribe that kind of attacks. Okay, that's how and, I yeah, want but, to imagine it. Okay, and and the other thing is like you know they they were evil people, but Moses and God were like, let's kill them all. So maybe we're not so innocent either. I don't think there's anything so wrong with killing the evil people uh, if that's my okay. Opinion. Okay, if we know them yeah. to be evil we can eradicate that problem i mean you could baptize them no i'm kidding that's catholicism um but yeah so so Haman's like he's like gosh yeah, come over here i gotta tell you something so let's, let's just hang them all i'll build the gallows me and my son it'll be fine so gosh oh, in his drunken stupor celebrating his wedding with esther's like fuck yeah man it's a party um and Wait, so he so as they're celebrating the wedding, he's like, Yeah, totally. I'm the shit faced. Li- it sounds like a, that's like when your friend tells you to, to invest in a stock that he thinks is going right. to really do great. And then you lose a ton of money. Like, ah, oh, I was so drunk. Right. I shouldn't have invested right. in that. And, and, and Akash Farosh didn't remember either because Mordecai also is buddies with Akash Farosh because like Akash Farosh. Legit buddies, like a Hashmirosh. Kind like, of. Well, let me, let me, let, they know each other and they have a connection, but it, they're not like. Is. We know each other from but, doing business. Well, hold on, let me explain. It's not like they hang out on Tuesdays. I'll okay. tell you. So, you know, Mordechai found out about a plot to kill a Hashmirosh. 
And he told Achashverosh, and Achashverosh was like, oh, I owe you and your people. And then he, he, he made a celebration for, for, for Mordechai, and, 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 and Haman, Haman got a little jealous from that, too. So another reason Haman hates Achashverosh. I'm getting real shade. I'm sorry, Haman hates Mordechai. Yeah, I'm getting real shades of Fiddler on the Roof here with like Tevya and the um, the kind of general of the area. Uh, I forget what the other community was, but that what uh, what were they called? The other people and whatever the other people in Anatevka who were not the Jews, where the generals like, hey, right. just I'm obligated to come and raid your houses and ruin your wedding, but I also want to let you know they're coming to invade and you guys should get out. I like you and I want you to be safe. That's like Achashverosh and Mordechai. No, Hashverosh is just a dumb dumb. <laughs> Why are the rulers always so stupid? Again with Aladdin, dude. Remember? Ju- uh, yeah, yeah. Hashverosh is kind of like the king from Aladdin. It's Jafar, and, and I forget his name. Except he's Jeff, like younger yeah. and hornier. Hashverosh um, is younger and hornier. Yeah. That's the but best that, kind of king. So, so we left off, you know, and Haman's like, let's just kill them all. And, and Esther goes to Mordecai because she, she finds out and she's like, Uncle Morty, what do I do? And he's like, you got to wait and then we'll tell him. We're going to tell him. I, that, but Jewish. I like, this is like with the, with the Moses origin story where, where mm-hmm. the mother becomes his wet nurse and whatever. It's like another, there's some espionage. We need more Jewish spies is what I'm saying. Because right, so we're es- really good at this. Esther was the original Mossad. Oh. oh and like those of you who don't know the Mossad is like Israel's like MI6. Secret intel. Yeah. yeah, the MI6. Yeah. Of Israel, except they're like maybe more badass. Yeah, dude, Mossad's low key behind a lot of shit. Like, if you don't know who did something, and it's like a, a the Mossad knows. It's probably Mossad. They also know Krav Maga. They can kill you with their bare hands. You know, don't piss off somebody who may have connections to Mossad. Um, but yeah, so then uh, then Morty's like, okay, we'll we'll tell him when the time's right. And so Esther throws like this hundred like huge party. For Ahasuerus, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Matt's dancing right now, and I just have like, if I were a rich man, yeah. Song slaps. Honestly, we should remix it. Um, but yeah, so then Esther tells Ahasuerus in this party, she's like, and I'm Jewish, and he wants to kill me, and points to Haman. And Haman's like, what, me? No, we should kill them. And Ahasuerus is like, well, I can't kill my wife. So then he hangs Haman and all of his children on the gallows that the Jews built. Whoa, wait, rewind. He already killed his wife. He killed his first wife. Yeah, but he loved he loved Esther more. Well, that's nice. I love you too much to kill you. Yeah, but not the other lady. <laughs> You're dispensable. <laughs> so... Uh, so then, you know, like they hang Haman, but then it's too late. Haman's plan's already in play, and all of these evil people are going to attack the Jews. So Hashverosh is like, I'm going to tell my army to stand down. I'm going to give you all the weapons. And what ended up happening is the Jews attacked the evil people first, evil people, and we won and we celebrate it because it's, I feel like, like we said, every Jewish holiday is just about us not getting killed. Truly, um, every every Jewish holiday is like someone tried to kill us and they right. failed. We thwarted their plans. Now let's eat copious amounts of food. And so Hanukkah, what do we eat? What do we eat? What do we do? What? Do we do? what? On Passover, we eat No, Purim. Purim. 
Not on Passover. Ooh, that is not kosher. That Passover. is not kosher. Right that's now. not K for P. It's All of our K. holidays sound the same too. Passover, Purim, Shabbos, Sukkot. Yes, Shabbos sounds a lot like Purim. It sounds a lot like Sukkot, Sukkot. Shalom Aleichem. Avinu Shalom Aleichem. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, so wait. So, but so yeah, wait. so so on so, on Purim uh, we. Chashmaros, wait, hold on. Let me make sure I'm with you. Chashmaros was like. No, don't kill them. So he killed Haman. But uh-uh, uh-uh, girlfriend. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Ashmeros was like, I don't think so. Give the Jews the weapons. They're going to town on the bad people. So, okay, so he hung Haman. And, and in, Haman's in family. And Haman's family. Yeah. But then all of the plan was already set in motion. So Haman's army of, of, um, of what's the word I'm Evil looking people. for? His, his thugs bad came. People. And still, we're trying to kill the Jews, but the right, Jews right. are just like, nah, son, and fuck them yeah. up. And then Ahasuerus was like, you could take the bad people's money, too. So even though Ahasuerus is, is an, he's a lovable idiot. Right? Like Sometimes. I mean, like unless you're his first king? wife. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, if yeah. you're his first wife. No, I think he's just kind of a, like a shitty king. He's like a party animal. He's like, all right, let's have some fun. But he's not like a Joffrey on Game of Thrones where he's just tormenting people for... No, his... he's not Joffrey. He's probably more like uh, uh, Joffrey's father, uh, Robert Baratheon. All right, all right. So he's just like, I got bored. I just, I killed my wife. And then, you know... Yeah, she, I... wouldn't, she wouldn't dance naked for me and my friends. <laughs> and now her. I'm cool with the Jews. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable reaction. Like, don't... like you right, remember... You remember when uh, I was like, if you did something wrong, I would sell you off to Syria or something. He's like, yeah, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't strip for my friends and me. You wouldn't get on OnlyFans. You wouldn't pay my son's tuition right. for, with your OnlyFans money. So now I have no choice but to kill you. Totally reasonable response. And now he's like, I'm gonna marry this this Jewess, and uh, I'm I'm cool with the Jews now. You know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna let my assistant. Yeah, once walk. he found out. Yeah. Once he found out, he was cool with it. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, Passover or oh, Passover. I keep dropping, I keep Freudian switching. You're really excited for Passover, huh? I'm not. I hate Passover. Oh. Um, but Purim. So that's Purim in a nutshell. But on Purim, it's you're supposed to eat these things called a Hamantoshin. And I said it's it what? funny. It's really Hamantoshin. It's a triangle cookie with a uh -huh. filling because Haman wore a triangular hat. Right. So it's like an ultimate F you to Haman. Um, I really like them with chocolate and poppy seed. Not yeah, together. Yeah, it no, tastes like chocolate. The poppy ones are pretty good. As a kid, I, I always thought they were chocolate. And I was like, no, I don't like this. But now I like actually Like it's like do. slightly off from chocolate. But I it also taste like, kind of chocolatey. I also like the, the apricot ones. Yeah, I like apricot. I mean, I like all the like raspberry, uh, yeah. grape, like all the yeah. jelly ones. It's funny because on Hanukkah we have sufganyot, which are jelly-filled donuts, and for for uh, Purim we have hamantashen. Which, mom, you didn't send me any hamantashen this year. You used to send me in the mom. mail. Now I'm mom guilting you for some. not sending me any hamantashen. My poor puppy, she made some and she sent it to me, and they've been stuck in the Columbus FedEx office oh, for three no. weeks. Yeah, oh, they're God. probably. All, I'm gonna get it. It's just gonna be straight mold. Yeah, um, honestly. But. But oh, so and those are also filled with like jelly. And then what right, else? Right, yeah. We like so then we also go to synagogue at night and we have a Purim party and we read the story of Passover in its scroll, Purim. which is called the Megillah. Purim. 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 Holy fucking shit. Purim. We read the story of Purim. <laughs> Last week. Which is in its, 
Last week you couldn't stop talking about TGI Fridays. This week you can't stop talking about Passover. T-G-I-F. Okay, um, so we read the Megillah, yeah, so which is not a Gillah. We read the Megillah, and every time they say Haman's name in the Megillah, you shake a noisemaker, which is like a little crank that makes noise, and it's called a McGregor in, in Yiddish or Hebrew. Like Connor McGregor? Yeah. Um, and then you also scream and shout and stomp your feet. Like, you make a ton of noise because, like, it's like you know whose name in Harry Potter, right? Like, you don't say Voldemort, but you say Haman, but you you make a fuck ton of noise to drown it out. I thought you were going to say you take a shot every time you say his name because people also get shit-faced on Right, right. So that's the other thing is Purim's also a giant costume party. Mm, Like, you get dressed up, you wear a costume, and the Orthodox believe you're supposed to get so drunk from celebrating that you don't know the difference between Haman and uh, Mordechai, which for me, it's like not knowing the difference between Purim and Passover when I'm sober. Or or knowing your left from right when you're driving. I can do that now. Now. It took me 10 years. So is Purim with Um, the costumes is like kind of like a Jewish Halloween? That's how I've always... In my, kind, like, kind, I mean, in the fact that there's costumes and sweets, yeah. And drinking. And the dope party, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a ton of fun. Like, you eat good food, you get really wasted, and it's, you know, it's it's a, it's like a, you know, a fun holiday, whereas, like, Yom Kippur is like a solemn holiday. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that was, that was poor. I mean, you know, this year I didn't really do anything because I didn't, you know, I just kind of, like, did my thing, hung out at home. I've never celebrated Purim. I just always knew there was like a one time a year in the spring when we got Hamantash and I never really knew why. I vaguely remember oh. when, because we went to Sunday school very briefly when I was a kid, like pre-second grade. And then we stopped and we went for a year or two, maybe, maybe. And I do vaguely recall talking about Haman in the triangle hat, but I was a kid who has ADHD. And so I never really paid enough attention to follow it all. Uh, you know, I didn't really like Sunday school, so. So should we stop calling this like the weekly Torah portion section and just call like Matt Sunday school? Taking Matt. I mean, that's what this is. If you haven't picked up on this by now, I like every week, whatever we talk about, I'm learning this along with our listeners. We the whole point. This is like my Jewish exploration. We're gonna have a bar mitzvah when we get to episode thirteen. Okay. Which which you did have a bar mitzvah. You were bar mitzvah. Yeah, but I did not, I didn't go to Sunday school and like study Torah. Like, like I, we went to Israel on a family trip and they had the English transliteration of like the Hebrew words. I didn't have to memorize anything. I didn't have to sing or whatever. Oh, you didn't have to know the trope? No, I read it from the sheet with a rabbi who had like a ponytail and a pierced ear on top of Masada. Beautiful. The old, you know, that's the, the best kind of rabbi. Yeah. It was like the kind of guy who would have a guitar at like camp or something. Which yeah, I never went like, He'll be like singing. He'll be like "Kumbaya, my yeah. lord," but the, the Jewish version. Yeah, so that that like, kind of rabbi. He'll be but like, like I'm, I'm so unfamiliar with like Torah and like bar mitzvah and all that. That went when I went on birthright. You know, they like interrogate you at the airport to make sure. Because by the way, guys, no one is better at, at interviewing and interrogating than Israelis. It's it's insane. We're talking about Mossad. No, they, like, like, like when you're checking your bag, they're like, "Where'd you go to middle school?" Yeah, basically. You know, I, like, like, I've actually had that question asked to me. They were like, where'd you go to middle school? And I was like, the Ratner school? Well, now you're giving away more of your identity. This is Like, there's place. 15 kids a class. They'll never figure me out. Um, yeah, dude. Well, they were, like, asking, you know, like, what was your, like, do you have a bar mitzvah? What was your Torah portion? I was like, I, 
Oh, I don't know. Like I was afraid I'm, I'm actually Jewish. And I was afraid they were not going to like, let me through based on these screening questions. I was like sweating. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have a six, six black fraternity brother who went on birthright. He is not Jewish. I have a friend from college who, who his girlfriend, who's like mom is Jewish, but she was raised Catholic went on birthright and the interview for birthright. They asked her, they're like, do you believe Jesus Christ is your Lord and savior? And she was like, yeah and they were like okay come on birthright they were like come hang out with us for a week dude i i know i know a girl who uh is from alabama who went on like i don't know it was like the christian equivalent of birthright or something yeah it was a lot. but it was so funny because i've only met this girl like twice it was a friend of a friend like they were in the city and we met up and hung out for drinks and she we were in an uber and we were talking about israel and she's like oh i just love israel y'all are just like y'all are god's people you're just chosen and i was like this is so wild because usually if i meet someone from alabama and i tell them i'm jewish it would be a whole different conversation when you go to alabama mordecai goes you know you're jewish but that's for us to know that's for this is between us don't do me a favor between us Everybody. And when, when you when you go to Israel, it's it, it's like this like coming out. It's like being you know like 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 I feel like I'm Jewish. I'm proud. They, you get off the you know when you go to Hawaii and you get off the plane, they give you a lay and they're like Aloha. you go to you go to Israel and you get off the plane and they start a bar mitzvah. They play Hava Nagila and they pick you up in a chair to take you off. The, right? the seats on an El Al flight are actually removable, and to get you off the plane, they pick each one up and do the horror and take you out dude honestly it's like oh it's so funny you go to israel they, they celebrate you and then they're like okay but it's gonna cost you more than everything you know we gotta haggle now it's like i love, oh, it's I love like, haggling in, in the, the you, old uh, yeah quarter you haggle at the fucking grocery store oh my god you go into target and you're like i'm not paying for these clorox wipes <laughs> oh god i oh, love israel yeah. it's great um i, I miss israel all the time I woke up one morning and I was like, God, I know I'm really Jewish. Cause like, I just, I woke up one morning and out of the blue, my, my first thought was like, I gotta get back to Israel, man. In the words of Matis Yahu that he stole from a prayer, Jerusalem, if I forget you, let my right hand forget what it's supposed to do. What does that mean? This will be our last thing. Cause this is a long one, but I, I, I heard that song. I know, I know the line and I never understand because what I think of when yep. I hear let my right hand forget what it's supposed to do is a whole different thing than the religion. Well, so it's saying, yeah, I know, because you're all like, uh, but that was my left hand, so I should have been like, um, and for those of you who don't know what I'm doing, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, so so that is kind of saying like Jerusalem should be so important to you. It should be as important as what your right hand's supposed to be able to do. Like Jerusalem should be that much of a part of you, and if you forget it, it should be that big of a deal as much as if you forget what your right hand's supposed to do which is honestly discriminatory against left-handed people what the fuck Matisyahu? there weren't left-handed people back then <laughs> just like there weren't gay people just like there weren't black people these are all right. new developments right um, um, wait, but is there no. something specific like in the religion that your right hand is supposed to do or is it just saying like this is the dominant hand and whatever task you're doing you won't be able to do without your right hand. And that's the importance of it. 
does it have anything to do with like reading the Torah or not from what not not from what I know you don't you don't actually put your hand to the Torah you use a, a yud yad what's a, a yad a yad is Hebrew actually for hand right the odd means hand it's a stick and, with a little pointer and, finger at the end of it I remember. right yeah and, and when you get a bar, when you have a bar mitzvah it's actually a big deal that you get your own yacht yeah um like your parents buy you one. Oh yeah um, well but, if you're from if you're from boston and you, you have a bar mitzvah you turn 13 you get your own yacht yeah yeah they get you we got you a whole yacht we got your boston yacht um but like you can't actually touch the torah because it's written on uh cow skin if you touch it, the oil from your hands disintegrates it because it's dried out. It's like almost jerky. Um, it's cowhide, right? And so if you touch it, the oil from your skin erodes it. So you use this metal pointer to point where instead of like, you know, like yeah. like when you're young and you can't read, so you point you at what you're you looking follow at. follow along under and, the line. Right. And in the Torah, you really have to do that because it's all kind of crammed in there. There's no punctuation. There's nothing. You just kind of have to fucking go for it. Yeah. And figure it out. The Torah is um, wild to look at, especially because I don't read any Hebrew and I've never studied the Torah. It's nuts. Also, though, wait, you're talking about calf skin. We were supposed to do this parsha this week and we're pushing it to next week. A golden calf. Yeah, yeah, it's next week. Okay. Well, we'll talk about some idolatry. Yeah, so... Not adultery, <laughs> not Marjorie Taylor Green adultery, idolatry. Idolatry. Which is probably also something Marjorie Taylor Greene does and prays to her shaman QAnon person in her backyard that she is a a, a, a wooden carving of that she's like QAnon. She prays to Donald Trump. Oh my God, did you see my my message this week? You know, if you look at a bottle of tonic water and it's a, one of the ingredients is quinine, I think that's where QAnon got their name. I think someone yeah. looked at a, a bottle you of tonic think... water and couldn't read and they were like, QAnon! You don't think it was from like Q Anonymous? No, I want to believe that these toothless inbred folks don't know how to read, okay? Okay, which apparently the guy that made QAnon, they found him a while ago. It was like some American who moved to the Philippines to become a pig farmer. Is that true or is he just claiming that he was... No, no, they like trace it to his computer. Huh. But I mean, this happened a little while. This happened like six months ago. But yeah, so I feel like we keep teasing this golden calf. Like we keep being like... You want a little golden cat? You want a little golden cat? And then we don't do it. So I uh, look forward to next week, guys. We're not even going to do any other sections, just the golden cat. It's going to be like a five-minute episode. hour. No, we're doing an hour so, on the golden cat. We'll, we'll, we'll throw two parshas at you next week. Um, but the golden calf is a big deal. You learn a lot about Judaism. You learn a lot about God and Moses, which you know we got to keep doing because Moses, God bless him. Um, Lord we're stuck Lord with Moses Lord. for four and a half more books, so get used to him, guys. We're stuck, <laughs> stuck, with we're him. stuck, just with like Moses. he's stuck in the desert. All right, well, looking forward to Golden Calf next week. Uh, I had fun on this episode, I hope you did too. I feel yeah, like, yeah, and don't forget our sponsor, Who's Maxi our sponsor? Pad. Maxi Pad, just put it around your pinky, put it in your nose, stops a nosebleed. Also, use it as a filter for your face masks yeah right and cleaning your ears it's multi-purpose <laughs> they're a useful product don't you love two guys sitting here promoting feminine hygiene products all right well uh i, I next had episode will mansplain periods <laughs> <laughs> oh god the scary thing is i actually have encountered girls where i 
know more about like the female reproductive system than they do. And I'm just like, oh my God, what happened at your high school or middle school during sex ed? They're from Alabama. Honestly. Anyway, this, I had a lot of fun. I feel like we, we got into it. I got riled up. I love getting riled up. I wanted to bring more energy to these episodes than I have been. So I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, you got something to say. I see it in your eyes. Oh, we cured your hangover. We got you all riled up. No, I don't think we cured my hangover. And in fact, I'm on the verge of a migraine or a headache because I barely eat today. Oh, but time to go. It's time to go. But first... <laughs> Thank you for listening. Barely as ate always, scarf down a bagel when we started. As always, fo- no, I didn't finish it. Follow us oh. on Instagram at the Daily Mort. Follow us on Twitter at Daily Mort. Email us the Daily Mort at gmail.com. Again, Instagram the Daily Mort. Twitter Daily Mort. Email the Daily Mort at gmail.com. Carl, go. Once again, uh, you know we, we talked about it earlier in the episode, but if you can give to some organizations that are helping people out in Texas right now, money that goes to helping with these massive amounts of. Uh, energy bills, food, water, those kind of things. Don't go to uh, Mexico right now. Help out Texas, guys. All right, thank you very and what's much. The, wait, what's the website? I forgot. It's earlier oh in the Oh, my God. No, I'll, I'll It's like it. food Texas, feedingtexas.org. Feedingtexas.org, one word, feedingtexas.org. All one word. We so, had the momentum and then we lost it. All right. Help out Texas.